I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, Yue Xu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. When we started this podcast three and a half years ago, what we did was tell funny dating stories. Mm -hmm. We thought that's what our show is going to be about. And then we sort of evolved into a mixture of stories as well as experts and Mm -hmm. deep dives and theoretical conversations, (laughs) the journeys, the finding yourselves. But then we just wanted a really good dating story. So we did a little crowdsourcing on Facebook and asked people to tell us their best, funniest, quirkiest dating stories on our show. And that's how we found Elizabeth, who's here to tell us her funny dating story. She is originally from Colorado. She's been in San Francisco for 13 years. She's 39 years old and currently in a relationship. 
Tell us about this this funny dating story. Uh, okay, so this was a date that I went on about seven years ago. It was an OkCupid date. You know, this was before Tinder and Bumble and all of that. So I was pretty active on OkCupid. It was a first date. Mm-hmm. We met at a tea house in the Castro, I believe Samovar, which is now closed down. Yeah. So really rowdy at tea bar. Yeah, it was a <laughs> yeah. tea bar. Like I, I, it was. I think like a late afternoon date, no alcohol involved, just really mellow. And um, we had decent conversation. And then we ended up going to his place, which was just a block away from the tea house. So, so did he suggest a tea house? Yes. Okay. And yeah. were you like thinking going back to his place, something was going to happen or what were you not, thinking? Not really. I okay. mean, I don't know. I guess I'm a very trusting person <laughs> that way. And also I'm an interior designer and I like seeing different spaces. So we're at his place and I think he was just like showing me some of his instruments and it was, you know, really low key. And then somehow we ended up kissing. And so we're making out a little bit. And honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't that into it. Like kissing is very important to me Mm. and I really need to feel that connection. And Mm. it just, I wasn't fully feeling it. So, and it was a very... Like all we were doing was kissing. There wasn't really even any groping going on. We were fully clothed. But you were okay with the kissing. I was okay with the kissing. Um, I mean, you know, it's a little fast. Like we'd only known each other for like not even two hours probably. Yeah, what was in the tea? It was, I don't know. (laughs) Do you remember like how we made a move? I I don't remember. You know, I think I just put out kissing vibes. I've got good kissing lips. (laughs) But you also went back to his house. I know. I know. That tea is good. I know. I guess they they think that something's a given. So yeah, I wasn't really that into it. And in my mind, I was like, "Mm, I'm going to kind of come up with an exit strategy here because I'm just not fully feeling it. I was ready to call it. And before I could even vocalize anything, he's kind of shifting around and like, has this pained look on his face and he kind of like jolts. And I I said, what... (sighs) What's wrong? What happened? <laughs> Not something you want to see when you're in the middle of a makeout sesh. No. It, I mean, it was just very confusing. So I asked him what happened and, and he snapped at me. What do you think happened? And I was like, well, that's rude. What? I really don't know. I mean, he said, my penis is stuck in my zipper. Oh, oh I God. thought you would be like, I, you bit his tongue or something. No. Wait, his penis was stuck his, in his zipper? His penis got stuck in his zipper. And here I am. I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, how did this happen? I'm thinking all of this, you know, in my mind. I'm like, great. I'm getting ready to make my exit strategy. And he's got a whole other exit strategy <laughs> plan that went went horribly wrong. Wait, so how did that even happen? Good question. You weren't groping. I wasn't groping. No, we were fully clothed. There was no genital touching, not even, I didn't even think he touched my boobs, nothing. Like, it was very... And then his penis got stuck in his zipper. So he was probably erect, I'm assuming. Yes. But was he, like, unbuttoned, like, unzipping his pants? That's what I'm assuming. I'm... I think what was happening was he must have been unzipping to either present, present <laughs> or shift things around somehow. I don't and and maybe the zipper got stuck and he you know jerked the zipper and I don't know. So here he is. I mean, he was really stuck. Like you so could see the skin. So was his boxers or something? It was like his. It was skin. no. It was the shaft. <gasps> part of the shaft of his penis was stuck. In <gasps> that sounds painful. Zipper. Yeah, yeah. He was clearly quite. 
He was in a lot of pain. So you saw um, his. I could see the skin. Penis. Yeah, <gasps> I could see the skin. And <laughs> oh my god! So here, I, to Poor his guy. credit, he was very calm after initially snapping at me. He was pretty calm, and um, so was I. Like I'm pretty good in crisis situations, you know. If this, I guess this would count as a crisis on his end, anyway. I. I was like, okay, I can't, I can't leave him like this. I mean, it was really stuck. It, like he would have had to go to the ER, like no question. That would be a really douchey move. Yeah. Left. Yeah, I know. Well, it's also a douchey move to try to take your dick out on the first date with no warning. <laughs> but, but agreed. I, I'm a kind person and I just, I couldn't leave him like right, that. So right. I was like, okay, look, I'm also, I'm pretty good at problem solving. And I told him, I said, look. I used to work in an upholstery shop. I'm very good with scissors. This is a part of the story where like guys freak out when I <laughs> when I say this, when I bring up scissors. But I, I said, what needs to happen is we need to cut the zipper from below and release the zipper. And I said, if you have scissors, I'm pretty sure that I can cut the zipper in a way to where I can even salvage your jeans. Like, that's how good I am. What? <laughs> what were you thinking of this Wait, moment? Like, I was like, let's problem solve so I can get out of here. Like, okay. I just, you know, let's get it done. Let's free willy and like, let's so I can go. Yeah, literally free willy. Yeah, yeah. So he let me do it. He found some scissors. Oh and um, so he's laying down on, on, I think, on his sofa. And, and I'm just like in there. You know, my face <laughs> is right in his crotch, you know, because you have to get... It's like a delicate. Was you know, he like, yeah, a, like, zipper was he like a wreck still, or was he totally flaccid? I'm sure he's probably flaccid. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. But I mean, but he was, you know, stuck in there, so it's probably holding. So it it's up his foreskin that's it, really. I don't stuck. think it was like the shaft. Oh, the shaft. Okay, oh right. God. Yeah. How does the shaft even get? I'm know, sorry. Yeah. I'm just like trying to visualize how this I know, even happened. I know. Okay. Poor guy. <laughs> that's there all blood? I could. There. Yes. Yeah, I mean, oh, once I once man. I released it, yeah, it was definitely bleeding. Oh, um, I mean, I couldn't see that at the time because, you know. Oh, my God. So when but, you released it, your head was like basically in this crotch? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was I was really in there. I mean, I had to <laughs> I had to get very close to see what I was doing, you know, and del- I really was trying to save his jeans, too. It wasn't a hack job. I'm very good with, you know, like I said. He is lucky he had you as the date on this one. Yeah. Because I would not have wanted, I mean, a guy would not want me near his dick with scissors. Yeah, I mean, it's it took a lot of trust on his end. and But, I mean, seriously, he would have had to go to the ER. And that would have been quite expensive and mortifying for him. Right. And painful, I would imagine, too. Yeah. I mean, I think they probably would have done the same thing, right? But he would have to hold his dick until... Like yeah, that's true. The true. wait time. Yeah, he would have had to like wait. I don't even think the lift, ride was, lift to the yard. I don't think lift was around. <laughs> would they let him in? The- <laughs> <laughs> he would have had to take a taxi. I don't know. Yeah, it would have been whole production. Could a taxi like the car with <laughs> a hold his dick. Well, I mean, yes, it's an I'm sure taxi ride drivers have seen weirder things. Yeah. You know, he probably could have just covered up with who knows. Like, well, luckily, it, 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 an it would have been a production to, anyway. Didn't get to that point, luckily. <laughs> so, so, point is, you guys are married now because of this moment. <laughs> he actually, so once it was all done, he was he was bleeding. I mean, not profusely or anything, but there was, you know, you know what when you pinch your skin, yeah, yeah. and it was 
penched in there pretty good. And so, of course, it was like it was red and it was bleeding and kind of bruised looking. And <laughs> so you and, release the zipper. So, yep, so I cut the zipper out from below. Separating the two parts. Exactly. Okay. Got it. Okay. So we didn't have to deal with the, you know, with the actual zipper pull. Because once once you release a zipper, you know, it, it can release from the top or the bottom once you've wow. got it cut out. He's really lucky yeah. he, this <laughs> habit was someone that actually knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because this is very similar to if I, I've had this happen, a zipper stuck, like the flap of the fabric yeah. stuck right. in the zipper. Right. But then what I tend to always do is just keep yanking because I keep thinking like I can release a fabric that way. I'm guessing that's probably what happened to him when he had it stuck and he just kept Maybe. yanking. Maybe. I don't know if you'd want to yank it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And we unfortunately, we didn't really get a good debriefing because it was just such <laughs> a, you know, intense. Like, but he actually did try to kind of continue kissing me after that. What? Yeah. Surprisingly, was- I wasn't expecting that. You know. What were you thinking? Were you just like, I need to get the hell yeah. out of here? I, I, I said, I'm going to go now. <laughs> you know, once I... Once I helped him out, I and then, you know, I was there for another few minutes because it was like the decompressing of an intense kind of situation. And So you saw his penis once yeah. it was released. Yeah. And that was your first introduction <laughs> yeah. to his penis. Yeah, less well, than two hours. Of, you got the that was a That was the introduction preview. to the full thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't enough to impress me and to stay. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I, I didn't want to stay. So what so. happened after? Did you guys keep in touch? <laughs> so we never saw each other or spoke again. And then honestly, I'd kind of forgotten about it. And then a few years later, I was at a singles comedy night and they invited three people to get up during intermission to talk about a sexual, uh, an awkward sexual no. encounter. So I was like, I've got a story. And I got up and told the story. That's the first time I'd really told it. And the first time I definitely told it in front of an audience. And I won the $50 iTunes gift card for telling that story. So that's what I thought. I I mean, if if he was, he sure was hiding pretty well. (laughs) But last fall, I was at an event and I saw a friend of mine there and I was I went up to her to say goodbye because we had chatted earlier in the night and she was like, this is my friend. And that it was him. <gasps> and that's the first time I'd seen him what? since this happened seven or so years ago. And you know, when you see someone you hadn't seen in a long time, and you're like, my brain was like, you know, this person. Yeah, It's like out so of contact. My, so yeah. I was like, oh, and I was getting ready to say, oh, wait, I know you. And then it hit me how I knew him. And I, and I was like, oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> Did he remember you? I don't know. I was on my way out because I had a lift on the way. And (laughs) I mean, I imagine he would remember me. It's like, I have a feeling that experience is pretty well ingrained in his Yeah, I'm pretty sure he remembers So I think we both just played it off like we didn't know. Because it is a very awkward story. And what do I I say seven years later? How's your penis doing? Is it fully recovered? You're so where are those jeans that I don't yeah, cover? I'm actually, yeah, I really am curious about the jeans. Like if they made it, like he, he could have taken them to a seamstress to, you know, get them. I really did do a good enough job to where the he zipper could, just, just needed. Re-sew it. Yeah, yeah, he just needed. <laughs> okay, really now that the jeans that. are saved, the story is over. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's and like, um, surprise, we got zipper dick on the phone. <laughs> zipper. Dick. I do now. I know how to reach him because it turns out we have mutual friends. But oh. you know. 
I haven't, uh, I haven't reached out to him. Wow. So this, I guess it not really happened to me, but I got my dress once stuck in my jacket. So not any like personal parts, right? So very different story, but it was like with this guy that I was like sleeping with. We weren't boyfriend, girlfriend, but like we were sleeping together and I was like trying to get my jacket off and it got stuck. I had like a lacy dress, Mm. so it got stuck and he had to take like an X-Acto knife and like cut around (laughs) it. And I remember like, I was like a little tipsy too. And I was like terrified because I'm like, does he know what he's doing? He's like coming at me with an X-Acto knife. So like, I can't can't even imagine what this guy was feeling when it's like down there like this yeah. was like you know like there was a lot of cloth to work with and stuff I was more concerned like my dress was going to be ruined and he did ruin my dress but of course there's no <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ruined your dress yeah. Julie just call me the next yeah. time this is a new business idea for you I know. you got a body part stuck in some <laughs> zipper I can come save your fabric <laughs> like basically clothing malfunction and your parts <laughs> yeah that's secondary but I can save your dress that would be very interesting i could just like hang out at bars in the bathrooms and help women with their clothes this is a new calling for you it really is i'm more concerned about how he got his dick stuck in the zipper i think i like we talked about it but that's still a mystery to me because you guys weren't groping there was like no touching of that part like what was his end goal there it was very presumptuous i mean we obviously don't have him here to hear his inner thoughts but like what I would assume is that he was like trying to make shit happen. Yeah. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Because there's no way his dick was so big <laughs> that it became hard and it snuck its way it's a, to yeah. into the zipper. Yeah, just like heavily yeah. released. I'm no. sure guys get turned on all the time by kissing girls and don't have this happen. So right. there's definitely something going on that yeah. the zipper came into play. That's just it's just really odd because you guys went to tea first. He yeah. wasn't even intoxicated. Right. Yeah. And first the, date. First date. It's very presumptuous. And at first date where yeah. I wasn't even fully feeling it. That's what boggles my mind. Right. It's like, how could we have had such different experiences in that moment? I think I'm going to go home and he's like, let's take it out. You would be like, surprised. I think from what we've talked to enough people, that people have very different perceptions yes. on it's, dates. It's fascinating. I don't... I've been there before, too. I'm like, I'm on a date, and I'm like, this clearly isesn't going well. And then you get the text. It's like, I had such a great time. And you're like, <laughs> wait, what? Were we on the same date? Right. Like, I thought this was obvious. But people just interpret things differently. I, so I he probably saw you being like, yeah, I'm down to go to your apartment. True. He's and probably like, this is a go. Yeah. Or his yeah. last-ditch effort to get you to stay. Maybe he thinks he has a really beautiful dick you know and thought before you go what a gift <laughs> well it's like may I present you with this but he didn't know I was ready to go are either of you guys How I Met Your Mother fans I've, yeah. I've watched a few episodes so there was this episode that was called The Naked Man and it came oh, yeah, back a few that. times and this guy <laughs> basically was like look I know I'm not a 10 like I know I'm like a 5 at best like I don't have money don't have, don't have good looks like I go out without on these dates with women that are way out of my league and then my move at the end is just to strip down naked and they typically are just like eh why not so like maybe this guy's just like you know what this is my move and I throw it out there and I see what happens yeah maybe that's it could be well he got his punishment so I'm just like putting myself in his shoes for a sec and 
he's probably replayed this moment over and over <laughs> in his head. What could he have done differently? Well, other than taking out his dick to show you. Okay, so I get my dick stuck in a zipper and it's kind of embarrassing. What do I do at this point? What would you do? You know, that's that's a good question. Like I said, we were both very calm. Yeah. I'll give him that. I feel like I would have to explain myself. First. Yeah, I I think and somehow that explanation didn't happen. No. Somehow we skipped over that. Like how did this happen in the first but place? But also in the moment when your dick is stuck that's in your true. zipper, you're probably not like, let me think of this like yeah. let me explain, explain yeah. why my dick is stuck in my zipper. Yeah, no, I mean I think he was he was calm, but he clearly was in pain and and I think he was probably a little panicked. Yeah. My thought would be what could he have done before it even got to the point of zipper, right? Because once it's in the zipper stuck, it's yeah. like there but you then are. I'd also be very grateful for you being there. Yeah. And I would say, let me make it up to you. Let me take you out to dinner yeah. or something. I know. Yeah, there was None nothing that. like that. I mean, I'm. he must have thanked me, I, I guess. I don't really recall. But like I said, I mean, he was trying to start things up again. Oh, like, that's right. You know, five minutes later. That's... Like, he's probably still bleeding. <laughs> and like, he's he had like, a mission. Man with a mission. Did he ever text you again? No. No, we never messaged again. Not a word. That's why I was happy when I won that $50 iTunes <laughs> gift card. I was like, I earned that gift card. I saved him a lot of money. Yeah, know? and time. I mean, yeah. yeah, like that is fascinating. Like, I think that it does deserve like, let me treat you to dinner yeah. or like, let me I do... owe you. Yeah, like there was like that lack of gratefulness. I yeah. would think easier maybe in retrospect, he could have been like, oh, I should have done this. But maybe in the moment there was like, well, I was going to say shame, but it sounds like he was just going for it yeah. again. Yeah. So maybe it so... wasn't even shame. I don't know. Yeah, I thought he would be mortified, but, right. but it sounds like he's like, eh, okay, it's all good now. Because I, I could, yeah. yeah, I could see him not like taking you out for dinner, like apologizing or something. If he was just mortified, he's like, oh my god, when can this be over? Yeah. Just like leave. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like he was that. He wanted you no, to stay for other No, he didn't kick stuff. me out. Like I. <laughs> I had to, you know, after <laughs> like, a few minutes of I just, you know, go. making sure everything was good. Yeah. You're know, like, my work is like, done. Yeah. Going. Here's my invoice. <laughs> and when I told this story at that singles night, I forgot it was a singles night. And I was at the end, like all these guys were <laughs> crowding around me. And I'm an introvert. I don't really like talking to people that much. And I was like, what? Leave me alone. You know, I'm like, why are these people talking to me? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a singles night. And now they know their dick is safe with me because I just told. <laughs> this story <laughs> well i think oh it brings up like an interesting point too of like we actually had this another guest tell a story heidi from weeding them out i mm-hmm. think it was season five i want to say or six it was a few seasons ago and she had some a story happen to her where like a guy passed out um, at a movie theater and she like kind of had to take care of him mm-hmm. and it was like one of those awkward things because they like she like barely knew him mm-hmm. right and this is the same situation with you it's like in one side you can't control for this stuff but then on the other side it's like you're basically with a stranger at this point yeah yeah. like you could have just left i could have i think a lot of women probably would have i don't know i mean it's i don't know if i would have but i probably would have called for backup yeah yeah i mean i think i would have been hesitant to like get in there because i wouldn't have wanted to like cut him or something worse like i wouldn't have wanted to make the situation worse than it already was yeah yeah i mean at the very least i mean it would be like accompanying him to the er yeah exactly but even something. that, like, that is a lot for someone that you, like, went on. Like, you literally, what, 
like met him for like two hours. Yeah, it's like yeah. to go to the ER. Like I think there is this one side of like, yeah, it's just human courtesy and decency. Mm-hmm. But then there's another side of like, you don't really owe this person anything. True. I mean, he probably had some friends he could have called. He would have been highly embarrassed. But I'm, I imagine someone would have stepped up like if 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 I had in fact ditched him. Kind of a similar scenario as if you saw a stranger fall on right. the street when you go over and help them, even though right. you don't know them. Right. So it's kind of like that. I think we still should be accountable for each other and take care of each other, whether we want to be in- romantically involved or not. Right. Especially in this situation where it is just you. Like yeah. There really isn't another person that could even yeah. go over. Yeah. And it's already mortifying. I mean, I've been on dates where I got so drunk, I puked everywhere in front of my <laughs> date. And this guy was so nice enough to take care of me and say right. that I got home okay. I was mortified, but at the same time, I was so thankful he was there to take care of me. He could have right. easily just left me at the bar. Yeah. Pay it forward, right? I, I do think we need to take care of each other. And I'm, I hope he learned his lesson. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not to whip out his dick when it's uncalled for. <laughs> I, I hope any man listening to this learns their lesson. Right. I mean, I truly think that every man who tries to preemptively take it out should get it stuck in their zipper. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was that, definitely that case. I think there's two use cases here. Like the one of... <laughs> if we're going to get technical, like I think there is this situation, right? Where it's like, okay, this actually could have been easily prevented. You brought this on. Where then there's other ones like the puking or like mm-hmm. if let's say you got really bad food poisoning and like you shit yourself. Like that's like an unfortunate situation, right? Yeah. But I think like this one, it's like... He had to do something to, like, get here, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. there was, like, a conscious decision that was being made. Mm-hmm. So when you saw him again, was he wearing, like, butterfly jeans? <laughs> he, was sitting, was... He, he was sitting down at a table. I know. Wouldn't that have been funny if I just, or, like, like exam? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, elastic waist only. Yeah. No zipper. <laughs> it's, like, a zipper phobia now. I feel like a zipper ever uh, again. He had to go to some therapy <laughs> sessions afterwards, get over his fear. Yeah. Moved into an Amish community. I don't know. No zippers allowed. (laughs) Yeah. What would you have done if he successfully pulled his dick out? It's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about the latest service we have been building over here at Datable. We've created a platform to connect you with vetted experts from our network to help with everything from coaching with dating, dating profile reviews, and even ways to get real feedback about your dating style. The sessions typically run from 30 minutes to an hour and can all be done via Skype or Google Hangouts. So you can be anywhere. Listeners have been sharing how we're while their sessions have been with comments about how easy the coaches are to talk to, how they have provided a new perspective, and how they have created actionable ways to inspire change. To meet the coaches and book your session today, visit datablepodcast.com slash coaching. Now back to the show. What would you have done if he successfully pulled his dick out? I would have left. I mean, like I said, <laughs> I was planning on leaving anyway, you know. Yeah. In your situation, I guess both of you, from a woman's perspective, like what would give a man like the kind of the ammunition that that is something that he could do versus like this situation where he just did it without any kind of signs? First of all, like many steps were skipped in this. Yes, you know, many. you don't go from kissing fully clothed to that coming out yeah. right? Right. without me even. T- I didn't 
like I said, there was no genital touching at all. I did not touch him. And I think for men to feel like that's the go ahead, I really feel like that should kind of be an invitation. Mm -hmm. Like a woman should actually be touching there. And I mean, she can take it out herself if she wants to. Yeah, I was going to say, I've always taken it out. Yeah. Yeah. I I do feel like some sort of dialogue would be nice as well. Like communication of whatever expectations and... Or, like, there's the natural progression. Like, it's hard to put into words what that is. But I feel like you can, like, someone's giving you kind of, like, the verbal, like, that they're into this. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, some Mm -hmm. communication happening that's not just, like, a kiss. Like, I think a kiss is awkward on first dates because, like, some I've been there before. Like, I'm, like, kind of on the fence with someone I just met. And then they go for it. And I'm not, like oh, I don't want to kiss you, but I'm not like, I'm ready to like, fuck you right this minute, right? Yeah. So I feel like if you're kind of like starting with someone you've met for two hours, like go for the kiss if you feel like it's the right situation, but then kind of see what the reaction is from there. Like it feels like a lot to just go from kiss to like, dick out unless there's been like a very back and forth between you two right yeah, absolutely what are some takeaways i guess like there's there's some right that we can take away from this other than it being a really funny story we're gonna do things that we're not proud of or that we're mortified by with strangers or people we date but i think if we can all like again with this mindset of taking care of each other and treating each other with respect at least that's like a way to pay it forward and it makes the situation so much better. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things like you do to others, like you'd want someone to do to you because it's like, hopefully you probably won't get your zipper stuck, but like <laughs> something like could happen that's like not necessarily like something that you plan for. So it's kind of like good karma to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. But I also think there is a side that's kind of like a warning to people is like, don't be presumptuous. Like mm. if like dating too, like it's hard to read the signal sometimes, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. In this situation, like it felt like things were just like moving really quickly where there weren't those signs. It's a mixed message because I feel like there's times that we tell people to like make more of the first move and like put themselves out there. And then there's the people that put themselves out there a little too much, right? So it's like, how do you find that middle that's like you're kind of like feeling the vibe of the situation and not going too far or not enough? Right. Do you have any takeaways? Anything that you would do differently? So, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, would have not gone back to his place. Mm. <laughs> because I enjoy kissing so much, it's really, honestly, it's hard for me to turn down people when they try to kiss me because I, for me, that's a gauge if it's going to work out mm-hmm. at all or not. Mm-hmm. I guess for some people, it's not that important. But for me, it's like pretty much at the top of my list. Like I'm fine just kissing. Like I could kiss for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of men aren't capable of doing that. They just they get to this whole other level. Going to his place after that short of a time of knowing each other yeah. was probably not the best idea. I think that is a good rule of thumb. Like, unless you obviously want to, like, hook up yeah. with the person, it's probably best to stay clear of, like, their place on date one. Yeah. Can allow things to progress a lot faster, you know, than if, if you're in a public place. You know, I don't think he would have done that in a public place or it would have been a whole lot more mortifying for him. But yeah, I mean, I think another takeaway is, I guess, have a first aid kit if you're going <laughs> to... Have a first aid kit handy in your place and some good scissors. Yeah. And uh, for anyone, you know, listening, again, cut the zipper out from below. (laughs) 
release the zipper from below. <laughs> Thank you for the tactical takeaway yeah. here. I don't even know what that means, really. I have, like, I have no idea how you would Hopefully do that. Hopefully it doesn't happen to you that I'm you gonna need to I'm going to have to YouTube know. this tonight. <laughs> May, how about you do a how-to YouTube uh, video on this? Yeah. I would just say, like, if that happens to you, just you have to laugh at yourself about it. Right. Instead of hiding, you know, behind, like, pretending it didn't happen. Right. When I gave that guy a bloody nose <laughs> for our bottom. Can you please rock reco- bottom recall story? that story for anyone that missed it briefly? Because it's a good one. <laughs> I feel like it was so mortifying. I mean, it was like our first day. We didn't even hook up. We were making out. I passed out and I woke up. I jolted up and gave him a bloody nose. And then I passed out again. And I woke up to him wiping my own blood off my face. Like, it's mortifying to think about because it's our first date. (laughs) He doesn't know you at all. And his last words were like, worst Tinder date ever, you know? (laughs) But then I keep telling that story because I need to laugh at it. There's nothing else I can do about it. So I'd rather have me own that story versus... Versus him telling the story at a at a comedy show, possibly <laughs> for an iTunes gift card. For, yeah, <laughs> and if he did, then I I would like to be up there, like yeah. rooting him on and, and telling the story with him. You got to own your stories. Yeah, that's basically right. what it is. Absolutely. Do you think this would have changed if you had? been intimate with him or like you'd been on date three or four like knowing him a little more and he got the his dick in a zipper oh i mean yeah I, I think the situation would have been totally different you know i would have stuck around and that i would have given him a hard time for trying to continue being physical right after right yeah that, you know i think you could be joke around a lot more i imagine if you knew someone I like this idea of like owning it because like you've met someone for two hours. They have a very small glimpse into who you are. So like, do you want to be known as the dick zipper guy? No, like UA, you mentioned earlier, like you could have easily turned it around by like being like, let's go to dinner. Let me repay you for this. There's ways he could have come out differently in your mind. He could have come back from this. Who knows? Maybe it could have even brought you closer. Like I think there's situations, embarrassing moments that sometimes can actually like help strengthen a relationship if you deal with it in a way that like makes it more of like we were in this together opposed to like this like, oh, I'm just never going to talk about it again. Or let me just like continue continue to be sexual after this happened. Yeah, Yeah, just pretend like it didn't happen. And who knows? I mean, maybe he does tell the story to his friends. And I mean, I I have no way of knowing that. I have a feeling he probably doesn't. I don't think he does. He would have been on our show already. (laughs) (laughs) He would have been responding on Facebook. I got a good one. But I mean, maybe it has taught him a lesson to be less presumptuous. Exactly. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we deal with what happens to us and how we react to it. So again, control your own actions. Cool. Cool. Now we're ready for question of the day. This one comes from Jim. I went on a date with an amazing girl. We had a wonderful third date until after dinner. There must have been something in the food I ate. My stomach started feeling off as we were in the Uber back to her place. I was trying to hold it in until I literally couldn't anymore. I had to open the door to throw up. It was mortifying. She was super sweet about it and stayed with me until I felt okay to get another Uber home. I haven't called her since because quite frankly, I'm so mortified and it's easier to pretend like this whole experience never happened. She was a great girl though and I haven't felt this type of connection quite some time what should i do oh that's so chim at least I've, in his shit his pants I've i mean totally it could have been worse been there before i remember like in tahoe that happened to me like i got so sick and i think it was the altitude and the food and it was like 
you just can't control it. So I yeah. feel you, Jim. It's like you don't want to be that person, but sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Right. I th- absolutely think he should contact her. Again. Yeah. I mean, that was something like we were talking about before that was totally out of his control. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get food poisoning. What can you do? Yeah. If he, you know, feels that connection and I'm sure she would really appreciate being contacted again. I, I think more women than we realize really actually enjoy kind of being caregivers when we can. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's in a lot of our nature. Like, I, I enjoy it. I mean, mm-hmm. even though the zipper situation was a little crazy, <laughs> like, I I felt good helping him. Yeah, right. Know? I think she would appreciate being contacted. And, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Especially Give if you feel shot. like there's a connection. Right. Why let this stop you because if you marry someone at some point they're going to be puking in front of you right <laughs> chances are pretty high so say like it's happened to me maybe it's happened to her like i know it's like one of those things like you're like oh i don't want to like have this person know that i like use the bathroom and like all this stuff it's like mm-hmm. everyone does this mm-hmm. stuff right yeah. it's like it's not sexy no one's gonna say it is but it's it's unfortunate when it happens so early on when you're trying to put your best face forward but it's life. And maybe like we said earlier, if you can like cut through this, you can get closer faster. Yeah. Now you guys have an inside joke. That's great. It brings you closer. Remember and that now- time you puked on, the- <laughs> <laughs> on, our first, on our third date? How's your rating? <laughs> right. Exactly. You can joke about it. And that's adorable in some ways. Just don't do it again. But you need to, I think Jim, you should reach out to her and say, I really want to thank you for taking care of me. It was yeah. mortifying. But I really enjoyed our time together up until then. Let's do something um, safer. You know, yeah. let's go eat something safer next yeah. time. Or I'm, send her flowers or something. Yeah, if you know that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. It's, I mean, if a ton of time has gone by, like, I don't know how much time, but if it's like weeks have gone by, he could even just be honest and be like, hey, I've just been, I'm like really embarrassed. I think that I would rather hear that from someone because she might just be questioning like what happened? Like, yeah. why is he ghosting me? Like what happened? Like I thought he was into it. Mm-hmm. Like she might not even be thinking like he's mortified and that's why he's not reaching out. Right. Yeah. Reach out to her again. Definitely. It's unanimous. Do it, Jim. Yeah. I mean, Jim, you didn't get like your dick stuck in a zipper. Exactly. So it's all good. It could have been a lot worse. Bring some Pepto. You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to first date. Oh, yeah. First aid kit. That's another business idea. Yeah. The first date, first, first aid date, kit. First aid kit. Dot com. First, That's a good one. Yeah. So it is. Kit. It's catchy. <laughs> Band aids, <laughs> Pepto, condoms, oh, yeah. diaper. <laughs> Just in case. Tampons. You never know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, that's another one that could be like a very unfortunate thing that happens. It's just like part of who you are, right? It's like there can be a lot of bodily movement things that happen. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, it's just like learning how to like kind of make the best of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's probably the biggest (laughs) takeaway. It's like no one wants this shit to happen, but if it does, like there's only like one way to handle it. Just communicate it. Just be an adult. Communicate. And own your story. Zipper Dick, we want to hear from you. We want to give you a name, an actual name. We want to hear your side of the story. Maybe he has a really compelling reason for why his dick was trying to come out. 
Do you, you know? think if he had like reached out after and said like thank you so much or like sent you flowers or taken you out or did something, do you think you would have gone on a date or do you think the connection was over mm. even before the zipper date? I mean, I would have been appreciative of of those actions for sure, but I again, I I wasn't really feeling the kissing chemistry that I need mm. to to really know that I can feel a good connection with someone. Um, but, I mean, I think at the very least, we could have walked away kind of as friends. Yeah. Right. With, with, with an interesting story to tell. Like, we went through this experience yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could put it on my resume. You, know, you can't put these things. <laughs> Why can't you? <laughs> what about if you had really liked him? Like, let's say, like, the chemistry was on fire from that kiss, and then this happened. Mm. What would you have done? I would have still hung out with him. Although, you know, I would have needed an explanation. And probably if he just like went for it right away. Yeah. I would have been disappointed if I was super into it and other important like foreplay steps and communication were skipped, which even if I was into it, things happening that quickly or just... It's another good takeaway. It's like, take your fucking time. Like, even if it's like going to happen that night, like it doesn't need to be like steamrolled in like immediately either most guys move way too fast they just i don't know they just need to calm down (laughs) like there's really an art to like going slow and having good foreplay foreplay just just take your time right and then you can also see what the comfort level of someone is like if you're gradually going up opposed to just going from like like cold to hot immediately Yeah. yeah yeah well you know who knows where they're getting their advice from one of those not dateable podcasts. No, <laughs> one of those dumb dating rules books. You Maxim know, magazine. <laughs> when in doubt, whip it out. That's probably like what you read. <laughs> That's the headline. I know that chapter very well. <laughs> All right, cool. Anything else? Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for thank sharing. You. I'm I'm happy to be able to share my story. And maybe we'll get another story on on one of these days. <laughs> so yeah. Apparently you have a ton. I do. I do. <laughs> we want more dating stories. You got one. It doesn't have to be about zipper dick at all. It can be <laughs> totally varied. We like diversity <laughs> in dating stories. But ridiculous shit happens on dates. And we want to yeah. hear all about it. And we want to have a good laugh. But also, you know, learn from it. Ridiculous shit happens to the best of us. So Yeah. That's what makes us fun. And that's what makes us feel like we're living life. Yeah. It's when ridiculous shit happens. <laughs> I like these stories. Like, I would love to hear from anyone that's just had something really mortifying happen to them mm-hmm. on a date. And, like, how did you overcome it? Yeah. Did you come back from it? Like Zipper Dick, again, my third <laughs> invitation to you. <laughs> Contact you want to on the show, we Zipper We sure Dick. do, and we want a reenactment. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to do a video. What's a vlog? Yes, we need a vlog of that. All right. For Again, well, maybe we're very serious about this. We would love to have you as a guest on our show to talk about any of your ridiculous dating stories. You can find us at datablepodcast.com. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Stay Stay datable. datable. Keep your dick out of your zipper. (laughs) Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at datablepodcast. 
tag us in any post with the hashtag StayDateable, and trust us, we look at all those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. Stay dateable.